Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, a weekly podcast hosted by two Brits, Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown, on a mission to support, empower and reassure fellow independent millennial women that they can be self-sufficient, successful and seen. Hello and welcome back to Free and Figuring It Out. This is the first uh, podcast we have recorded in the new year. We do have one already out on the 1st of January, but obviously we recorded that before the break. So it's nice for me and Verity to be back on the mic. Hello, Verity. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Slowly uh, easing back into, I don't know, normal life or whatever that is, you know, the the non-festive, gluttonous Mm. period um really yeah it's always a bit weird about the whole coming back out after Christmas I am pretty good about trying as much as possible to like do as minimal work so I did I had like a good a good break and then it's like you gotta wake the creaky body back up gotta start waking up earlier again and like not eating 17,000 things a day and <laughs> I'm like can I not what I'm still not allowed to eat all the candy canes what are you on about so um, I've still got quite a bit of naughty food around that I'm slowly munching my way through every evening anyway but yeah it's definitely uh, a different coming out of the Christmas like slump sleep yeah, yeah. I felt like I didn't indulge as much as other years in both like alcohol and food and everything really so it's probably been a bit of an easier transition Mm. um but oh my god I'm sleeping so much I'm literally sleeping 10 hours a night oh my gosh and I don't necessarily want to but I'm just going with it like I just I know it's crazy I've turned back into a teenager I mean that's literally my dream I am not a big sleeper so the thought of actually being able to sleep through for 10 hours seems like mm. miraculous to me yeah no I'm I'm just enjoying it but I do need to start getting up earlier and get stuff done <laughs> um but yeah I suppose Christmas in itself New Year's was very low-key was very lucky I did get to see family it was short but sweet and um yeah just uh I suppose that part of me was waiting for this new year to start, mm-hmm. but now it has like, I have had a few thoughts of like, did I make the most of Christmas, you know, or was I sort of a bit like, look, let's get this out of the way with like, but I think, yeah, I've come to peace with it. It's just hard, isn't it? Like everyone's in a bit of a funny place and um, yeah, it was, um, I've never ever spent such little time at home over the festive period so I think it just was strange for me yeah. um yeah but whereas normally I... I'm like get on the train from London come back to Nottingham all excited I'm like I've got my two weeks home whereas now I'm home so I'm like well mm. <laughs> there's like no difference um so that was weird and I uh, I did talk about it actually on my Instagram that idea of normally I have that feeling when I get back on the train after Christmas from go back to London and it's that thing like oh New Year's coming and it was weird not to have that because I've done that mm. for 10 years and it didn't so last like instead I just like was in bed and just had a hot chocolate and I was like oh my gosh this is like the last Sunday it's back to work tomorrow but it's totally different now and yeah I am I am excited for 2021 and I think 
I love, I absolutely love a new year. But like the thing I was trying to figure out was actually I'd left myself a decent amount of time to do some goal setting new year activities. And if you haven't listened to the last episode, 104, I mean, share numerous different ways. In fact, 10, 10 magical ways that you can um, start to think about a new year and like activities to do very much a mixture of my a-typeness and verity's woo-woo-ness and i gave because we'd done that episode i think it was proper top of mind i was like i'm gonna give myself some real decent time this year Mm. and because i had the time i was like "I'm, i'm gonna like choose my word of the year i'm gonna write down my goals i got some new index cards that i was gonna like write my affirmations so that i could just then read them off every morning make a new vision board but with all the uncertainty it was it's just like really difficult so like I set my business goals quite quickly but then in terms of like life I was like what is acceptable to write down and because I'm a goal setter it's like if I if I write that down I want to achieve it like this so like even if I was like to go on holiday then I was like maybe I should write to go on holiday or at least have booked a holiday because <laughs> I was like as long as in 2022 I get a holiday that's fine but like I can't leave it another year with nothing even in the diary sort of thing yeah. Um, and yeah that sort of uncertainty and then being like well you know I did feel like my 2020 was a bit of two halves but actually I got very intentional in the summer I think about what I wanted to do for the second half of the year and so what was weird now is like well do I just set it do I actually not need to do an annual goal because it's too big and actually should I be much more embracing like doing like a 12-week year so that's a book I've read and talked about before um, and thinking of just a little bit smaller and then just having a few goals for the year and just trying to see what happens. And yeah, my A-type did not enjoy that activity, let's just say that. So I currently have a vision board that's like three, two-thirds done, um, plenty of pictures of beaches. Clearly the holiday is the thing that's top of mind for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it is hard. And even my non-A-type-ness has found it hard. I Part of me is like, do I set my visions and goals around in a world where COVID doesn't exist and just dream big anyway and just make it happen no matter what or do I be a bit more aware that the world isn't normal at the minute um so that's been like an inner debate that I've been having but I suppose my biggest thing has been I really thought I had my purpose down and then it's I suppose this is where the spiritual world it's all gone like I don't know I just don't really you know if someone came to me and said carve out your perfect day like your perfect Mm. working day you know if you had to work right now I'd be like uh really don't know how to do that so that's been really interesting for me so I've tried to like not be too harsh on myself and trying to to push that um and we are just to highlight we are recording this the day after um, Mr. Bojo has announced <laughs> national lockdown in England. Obviously, Wales, Scotland, and Northern Ireland um, are in very similar situations as are other parts of the world. So we are now in this lockdown that we don't actually know how long it will last. People are saying kind of six to eight weeks. Um, I'm saying once they put you in lockdown, never ever think you're coming back out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just I think having any hope over any escape day I like to call it it's just pointless (laughs) yeah yeah I know and I think um 
that just to kind of say like you know when you listen to this um we we know how you will feel and if it's it's all a bit yeah I've seen lots of quotes on social media saying well dry January is off and all this lot and um obviously I'm I'm trying not to drink not just for dry January but for longer but that temptation is very very strong right now so I feel you and yeah we're kind of but also there's the other way of a warning which is like you know it's new year and you could have set like an intention around like your exercise and then now that just becomes mm. an obsession because you just got like 17 extra hours in the day that all you're doing is working out because it's the one thing you can control so I think it can go either way actually in terms of things that we overindulge in all the things that we focus our energy on that yeah. might get more focus necessarily than they need so I think it's just being aware on both sides of the scale mm. yeah trying to probably channel it into the more positive focuses which I suppose I've been trying to do with my figuring it out mm. this week which is yoga dun, dun, which dun. is something that I love but I have I have slackened at it recently and then obviously as we spoke about yoga with Adrienne a lot because um Cheryl does it a lot more than me did you do yoga nearly every day last year yeah so the first of Jan- the first of June so that's why I was saying for me it's, it was like a year or two half because the first mm. of June I I'd given myself a break from all the business stuff and I really was trying to like find myself and work out some stuff. So I was like, I'm going to do yoga every single morning. And my intention was just to do it for the whole of June. And I went through every single day until the end of November. And then in December, I was like, I'm going to be nice to myself, which meant I took like a few days off. Wow. But um, so yeah, I did six months solid. And then I had a, a week off at Christmas and I was properly like this is my chance to refresh so I was back on the mat with you on the first <laughs> oh, oh yeah well she just released her new 30-day challenge that she does every year and this one is called breath mm-hmm. um love I'm loving the branding and graphics for it even though I don't know if this is just me but normally like when I've done them before the first one is about 45 minutes and then all the others are like half an hour under and then the last few days have all been like 35 40 minutes and I'm like oh I know it sounds silly but I've been really my body is like waking up and I'm like oh my gosh have I not used these muscles for this long you know so I always think the first few are a little bit longer because I am always Mm. I always check the time and I always I'm a little bit like I do 30 minutes (laughs) um but what's interesting is even though some of them have been longer some of them have been slower because this whole thing about it's about like the breath breath yeah and that's quite interesting because actually right now I'm like I need the exercise I've had a week off and actually trying to really be slow and listen to her has been yeah interesting to you're one of those I knew you'd be one of those I'm like yes I get to sit down a bit longer and just breathe brilliant <laughs> like don't put me in a downward dog yet <laughs> <laughs> oh dear but yeah that's what I've been figuring out my yoga practice and I have been enjoying it but my body can feel it which is nice it's nice it's a good thing to put my energy into I suppose well I look forward at the end of the month for you to share we can both share how it has gone um now the question is the fact that I asked you to to come back at the end of the month and tell us how it's gone is that going to spur you on or is that going to turn you off because this absolutely links to the book I've been reading over this over Christmas which I have been loving which is the four tendencies by Gretchen Rubin 
and it's all about she categorizes people based on how they respond to expectations right so there's the idea of if you want to meet outer expectations whether you want to meet them or you don't and how you respond to expectations that are inner so whether you are someone that meets your own expectations or doesn't Mm. um and so based on there's like a little quiz you can do you can do this quiz online so if you are listening and you've never done it and you don't want to read the book then you can uh if you Google four tendencies quiz, you'll probably be able to find the quiz. And we can put it in the show notes for you. Um, and you can find out whether you are an upholder, a questioner, an obliger, or a rebel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, and I absolutely was exactly what I thought I was going to be. What are you? <laughs> I'm an upholder. Of <laughs> course you are. <laughs> but what was really interesting for me re- reading the book was one, yeah, so I was pretty much exactly what I thought it was going to be, so no surprises there. But it, it does massively reinforce why I don't necessarily need external accountability. Um, hence why I was asking whether, no, whether the fact you've got to report back makes a difference. So for me, actually, whilst, and I like having accountability, but I'm like, I don't need it. Like, I think if anything, the accountability I like is sort of like from a community feel. Like I, mm. like I like to do running challenges and the yoga challenge. And, you know, I've always liked things where there are other people and we're working together. But, you know, if I tell myself I'm going to do something, I do it. Like, I just do it. And um, that's something that I've realised over the last couple of years that not everyone is exactly the same. <laughs> And that's because apparently upholders are quite rare. So that was a nice reinforcement oh, there. We've got a but unicorn actually, in the in Not the that rare. No, no. In fact, the most the most rare was Rebel. So it's not the rarest. Oh. Um, but and, and Gretchen herself is an upholder. So obviously she wrote lovely things. So I loved it. Of course she did. Um, but it was Book of the Month for Propelhurst Book Club. If you've not listened to the uh, podcast before, that is my book club that I run for ambitious women. We read all non-fiction books. And what was interesting for me was because some members have been in there for a few years, um, was reading it thinking, oh, I wonder what everyone else is going to be. Mm. And then thinking like what my parents are, like other people I've worked with, like people I've managed. So it's actually a real interesting thing. Like I think personality tests and getting any sort of thing to help you with your self-awareness is really valuable because I think the more we know about ourselves, the more we can help ourselves to like be happier and to be more productive and be more successful. But what for this, it, what really I really liked about it, and there's a there's a whole chapter that's about combinations of people. So it actually, will be like how two upholders will work together, or how a rebel and obliger work together, etc. <laughs> and I think that was a really interesting thing is actually trying to think, okay, how can I use this knowledge to help me get the best out of other people, and also make our relationships probably have like the least like to be as successful as possible and it's quite interesting in the book club hearing people that were in relationships like talking about like they could absolutely identify like who their husband was and then what that meant together um so yeah it's a book I really really have enjoyed it Gretchen has written a number of books and I've never read anything else did she do the love languages is this a a different woman Mm, I don't think she did love languages no she did like better than before um and then I think the Happier Project might be Gretchen Rubin, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Um, but this is the first... Oh, actually, no, that's a lie then, because I think I have read the Happiness Project. <laughs> I was like, this is the first Gretchen Rubin book I've read. It's fine. But, it's fine. Um, I, but I just really, really enjoyed it. I thought it's not as complicated 
as some other personality tests you can do like some of the ones you get like there's so many variations so actually there was something quite nice about the fact that because there was only four it made it more realistic that you could probably start to work out what other people in your life is whereas the other personality test unless you they tell you you're probably never going to know what someone's mind yeah. is exactly yeah. yeah i even forget what my letters are in that so <laughs> no one else has got a chance um i will do the quiz i feel like i have done it before do you have a gut feeling what i could be <laughs> <laughs> oh do you know you, I mean, everyone listening would be like, surely that's a really obvious question, Sherelle. Why would you not have thought that? I'm not. I actually don't think when I was reading it, while certain people popped in my head, you, you only popped in my head once and now I can't remember what it was. Oh. There, was what, there was just like one, there was one moment where something came up and thought, oh, I wonder if it's that. But I mean, I know for definite you're not an upholder. I think actually what made me laugh... <laughs> was when I was reading up hold of things and it was saying like about like their love of routine and structure and they're not <laughs> flexible and I was like these are the things that very too much about all the time like she literally like why have you got to be so structured like why is everything so routine like we go with the flow and I'm like flow what is flow <laughs> oh I love it well I think I know what I am I think I remember doing it and what okay. I got but I'll do it again and then we can we'll figure out how we best work together okay cool. <laughs> um so while you were reading that i actually bought a physical paper it was for the supplement rather than the actual paper itself and it is the guardian so sorry my i, I do have a, a slight affinity with the guardian but it was just this article that i think i was drawn to because it's somewhere near where i live at the minute um a little place called barrow and furnace which it's got one of the highest COVID mortality rates because it used to be a mining um, area. So there's lots of respiratory issues there yeah. in people. Um, but a bit like Blackpool, where I'm from, they always seem to get the hard end of the deal and there's lots of criticism and, um, you know, it's always the place that is a bit, you know, people just like to make fun of it or whatever. And I don't know, I just... I wanted to mention it because the, the main reason being is a bit about how we, we can be in a situation where we feel that we're either not our best self or we're being judged or whatever, but we always have an element of control where we can turn that around. And so they have taken a £50,000 grant, which let's face it is absolutely nothing and decided to um, gather together a group of people, and this is the thing that I love the most, which include a police officer, a tire fitter, a GP, and a port worker, to devise a bold idea to transform the town's fortunes. Ooh. And there was just something about that that, and it's a big part of me trying to lead my own business is that whole element of you know having diversity at the top of the pyramid to enable diversity then filters throughout mm -hmm. and it's a few things that I've read about recently in different different areas that you know you you can as a white woman I can say I'm anti-racist and I can do everything that I can to enable equality with people of color and black people but I will never know what it's like to be a black person I will never have that 
understanding or empathy the only true way that I can create something that really enables equality is to have a black person either you know as a consultant or on the board or whatever it may be and so I just think it's really interesting how they've decided to lead this rather than having like 10 council members who are all Mm -hmm. white middle class you know they've just got this whole group of people who really create this tapestry of the town to think about its future and yeah there was just something in it that jumped out to me and I thought I would share it I thought it was something that you can apply to quite a lot of things in life um so yeah it's really interesting because I've never really thought about like the community want like you said about what is it changing their their future of the town mm-hmm. and like obviously like the marketomy has picked up on how some countries or specific destinations are able to turn themselves into tourist attractions so yeah. for a number of years I've talked about how whoever was the marketeer for Iceland did a great job. Oh gosh, yeah. Because 10 years ago, did no one would want to go to Iceland. <laughs> and no. now it's all like, I want to see the green, the, the Northern Lights and I want to go to that spa and I want to, and they've done an amazing job. Mm. Like so many people have now got that as a destination they want to go to, myself included. And yeah, 10 years ago, it wouldn't have. And compared to everything else on my list of places I want to go, it makes no sense. So I'm like, you are the best marketer <laughs> no in the world. <laughs> no yeah, son <laughs> no son like what on earth but it's just it's become something that I'm obsessed about so I'm like they've got that in your head but that mm. to me is like when we're having countries or like it could be a destination like it could be a smaller part of a country sometimes but that's where you know like a marketer has been hired and they're trying like they're doing it from a tourist perspective but mm. the fact that this is actually just like people within it wanting to turn the, the town like how the town's viewed around it's just yeah it's really interesting yeah and I think it's a lot to do with you know where we are and what we're proud of and what you know I I think there's a point there's a tipping point where you just get a bit tired of being on the last leg of every you know like the brunt of everyone's jokes or the place where they go to to get interviews of poor people you know for the BBC or whatever it may be and I think you just all of a sudden think do you know what no one else is going to do this for us no one else is going to change this and I know from personal experience with councils like full respect but a lot of it is a load of rubbish that they come out with like it's got nothing to do with what the residents actually need and so I just thought and with 50 grand I know that sounds silly but it's just such a tiny amount of money for something like this yeah I just thought good luck to them so yeah it was something that sparked a little joy in me um and then I also um I've, I've wanted a bit of sofa time like after the Christmas period as well <laughs> I um and obviously we're still continuing with um how to get away with murder which is great um but I wanted a really good film that I could just get my teeth stuck into and really get be present with it so I decided to watch Inception which I, love. Which I think is 10 years old now mm. um a bit of Leo um and a bit of Tom a bit of eye candy for the ladies and Ellen Page who is now Elliot Page also features in it and yeah it's for anyone who hasn't watched it it's about 
the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio is something called an inceptor, which means he can go into someone's subconscious and take information that you can't get out of them on a conscious level in real life. So um, people would hire him, wouldn't they, to um, find out trade secrets or whatever it may be. And he would do this through dream world. Um, So kind of dropping into the subconscious, going to dreams. Um, And it's quite a complex, you have to be really on it. It's quite complex to watch. But then the, um, the part of it that really intrigued me was the fact that then this extremely rich businessman said, can you plant an idea in someone's Mm. mind? Now this kind of opened up this whole thing for me of it was actually when I was watching with my partner she said do you think this happens like in real life and I said well it yeah it does but not in the way it does in the film it's not yeah. someone like wiring themselves up to some like <laughs> sedative fluid and then going into a dream and it was like they had to go into three levels of dreams to kind of get this idea planted and this was so that his main competitor would then break up his father's empire and so he would have the biggest market share of this sector that was basically it wasn't anything like um I know that's awful to do but it wasn't anything <laughs> like too nasty like you yeah. know murder someone or whatever um but yeah it really got me thinking about how daily we are having ideas planted into our minds mm-hmm. and it's something as someone who has been a marketer who has been a coach who has been a consultant I still have this major block with it. I always have this thing that I don't want to ever plan something in someone's head that then leads them into uh, adversity or to debt or whatever it may be. And that sounds like impossible. They're like, people will be like, well, why are you a marketer? But (laughs) it's it's really, it's something that I am like working on every day at the minute. Mm. Like that thing of why, why is it such an issue for me? Um, and it was just really, really interesting um, to watch it kind of be done obviously much more dramatically, yeah. but in a film. But no, it's a really good film. I th- I think I watched it in the autumn, I think last year. Um, and I hadn't watched it for years. And whereas for me... The, what the revelation was just that idea of well obviously he's planting something in subconscious and that and you're all talking about when other people do it but it's like how can we like how can yes. we be planting things in our subconscious mm-hmm. and you know for me like one of my big big focuses for 2021 has been about upping my affirmation game again and we spoke before about like people believe in affirmations or not people are on about saying intent um no what was it declarations that's I think secrets of the millionaire mind talks about not using affirmations and talks about declarations Mm. i've spoken about that in a previous episode um but i know that i am better when i practice my affirmations like i just know it so i'm like i've got to be back on it but i know that that's not it's not gone deep enough so i'm like that's still only in my conscious level um and it's like yeah if i could really plant stuff if i could do that deep work and really root not even just plant it but make it root and like take like believe it fully what a difference that could make and that's when I watched the film was what just all the things started sparking off of me and this mm. idea that like you said yes we are getting 
the, the problem is lots of stuff's already in our subconscious so it's like how can we take out the bits we don't want and how can we replace it with stuff that we do want yeah yeah and as we spoke about before at the minute I'm doing a lot of like um meditation that takes me into like a deeper state of of or less state of consciousness whatever but and shadow work so at the minute I feel like I'm accessing my subconscious but I don't yet have that authority to take or leave if you see what I mean I'm just accessing what's in there and trying to figure out what I've got stuck in there or you know what I've hidden in there and I haven't noticed or whatever and I wonder if hypnosis is an element of placing an idea in a brain yeah I don't know I'm freaked out by hypnosis (laughs) are you see I'm open to it um I'm also reading a lot about neuroplasticity at the minute, which is quite a new thing, which is how like we can rewire our brains and it's like the scientific proof that we can, but yeah, maybe we'll, we'll do a bit more on this subject one day, but really, really great film, like two and a half hours of you just focus on the TV. And I think sometimes we need that. We need that. Get the phone away, <laughs> like yeah. turn it on silent and just like be immersed into a film. So yeah, really recommend. Yeah. I would double yeah. double I don't double promote that recommendation. Double promote. Let's double promote. <laughs> and we are nearly done, but you know, I'm not gonna let you go without your little life prompt. And as I <laughs> said at the beginning, I had been struggling with goal set goal setting, which isn't something that's usual to me at all so very very bizarre and so I really tried to start stripping back um and like taking things to the simplest form and that's what's inspired this week's life prompt which is simply what do I want more of in 2021 so what do I want more of in 2021 and I think for me just the idea of you might we might have no idea what's going to happen this year let's be real we probably don't um but you can be intentional about saying okay I might want more fun I might want more sleep you might be very you might be like I want to have 10 <laughs> 10 hours a week you might want to you might want to read more you might want more water in your life you might want more good food you might want more conversation like it could be anything but just something that's actually like distilling it down to something small I think will be much more manageable and easier to like focus and follow through on yeah yeah no that sounds good i'll have a little think about that um so let us know what what you come up with uh you can dm us on instagram on facebook at free and figuring it out or feel free to email us free and figuring out at gmail.com and we will see you next week Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next installment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.